welcome to episode 155 of No Load Time. My name is Obed Velez, and with me is the most interesting man in the world, Julian. What's up, Obed? What's up, guys and gals, folks listening to No Load Time, watching No Load Time? Thanks for being with us. As you can tell from the intro, I am very low energy today. <laughs> it is, uh, it's been a week. It's been a very busy, exhausting week, but uh, we're here a day late, dollar short. We're good. <laughs> we made it though. We made it to the weekend. Yeah. When we're done recording this, weekend mode completely activated. No, this is a fun time. I always look forward to this every week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, we we try to be as consistent as we can with with Thursdays. But hey, you know what? Sometimes there's compelling television, and you just gotta see what's <laughs> going on, right? Civic duty. Civic yeah. duty type of stuff. So, uh, so we're here, and we got a few things that we'll talk about today. But Joe, what's up, man? Yeah, I mean, there's there's not much really going on on my side. I spent this last weekend jumping back into Spider-Man PS4, doing a bunch of the side missions. You know, when I when I played that, I really just played the campaign the first time around. Uh, did a couple little things. You know, you find the backpacks, you you you, you activate the towers, things like that that make sense. But then there's also those really fun like Black Cat. Um, little uh, easter eggs you gotta look for right look find her, her cats and you know, you've got some of these other different um side missions the, the demons missions and the different random sporadic uh simulations that throughout the city where there's just you know okay this guy just stole a car and this one just did that i love that's some of the stuff that i love about the game it's just it's very open world and it's core definition like it is literally textbook open world and and uh yeah it's, it's, it's a great time i look forward to playing it Potentially again. I mean, at this point, I intentionally made that ultimate purchase for the Miles Morales so I could have the PS5 uh, edition that that they put together. That um, you know, there, there's definitely significant changes to that version. That I look forward to actually playing, uh, specifically, of course, with the the actor we talked about before on the show. Um, I know that one thing I think I've said before to our our viewers that I think is important. I think most people most people know this, but I like have to say it. Uh, you know, if you are getting a PlayStation Five and you are getting this Spider-Man Miles Morales game, you know, I've, I know I have not played this new Miles Morales game, uh, but just playing the PS4 Spider-Man game, you know that you based on where the story sets up. It's integral that you actually play the PS4 game because the Peter Parker storyline is directly a part of what's going on here. It is a direct uh, sequel. It's not like, oh, there's just a new Spider-Man, new story, new setting. Same setting, uh, very important that you understand. You do actually play it. I think people know this has been out for a while. Now You actually do play as Miles in the PS4 uh, game, and you get an, an, or, uh, the origin story that that's... Um, specific to this game it's a little different than, than the movies um, but it's really uh really 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 good game of course um look forward to playing it again at some point nice cool yeah nothing much on my end um except for there's actual progress in bloodborne <laughs> you're not scared <laughs> i'm not scared anymore I, i'm still scared drop I, the controller so uh no, no no i didn't have any uh, moments of rage quit over over the past weekend um, I, I'm liking it. It's there's no question, right, that this is a great game because it is. Um, it, but it's not necessarily my cup of tea. I'm playing it. 
out of uh, out of respect for the console because it's a game that I really wanted to play before uh, before we did the like the games of your generation show, but I don't think I'm gonna be able to finish it uh, before that um, based on on what I've found out here and there. I'm still pretty early on, but but progress. Like I've beat two bosses. There you go. Like wow. I beat I beat two bosses. I got to an area I, that you know I I did some progress in that area. Uh, found you know found out ways to grind uh some of the uh some of the the uh, souls basically and. And level up and whatnot. So you know, I I got to a rhythm. It's it's still really challenging. Like even even though I went back and leveled up. Now I went back and leveled up, but and then like that first area where I was. Now that's a breeze now, because I know where all the enemies are. I know what the patterns are. I know where they're hiding. You know, there that's a breeze. Not they don't do as much damage as they used to because I've leveled up, got better gear and whatnot. So that area, if I wanted to go back there and grind and then go back and level up, then I could have that, right? But I made it to another area, which is still very, it was, that area was still very challenging, but it was not like overwhelming. So uh, I'm planning to go back tomorrow and, and see, see where that leads. I, I don't know. Again, um, not necessarily my cup of tea, not that the game is bad because it's, it is a good game. It is, you know, it is a great game. Uh, very deep lore, like very lore heavy and, you know, visually stunning. I mean, it runs like poop, but it it, it looks great. Um, and so I, I'm, I'm curious to see where it goes. I'll keep playing it here and there. Uh, this is one of the games that eventually, like if I get a PS5, I may just download the, the PS Plus version that's going to be offered and transfer my save and keep playing here and there and see where it goes right um other than that i went back joe and there was an update for streets of rage 4 um they have a new difficulty level they rebalanced some of the characters uh they rebalanced some of the enemies um so i went back and and finished it on on hardest on the hardest difficulty and then you unlock mania difficulty um it, it's it's challenging it's pretty hard but uh, I'm almost at the end. I think I'm like two levels before the end. Um, I I've, I got through probably the hardest sequence in the game, which is the elevator. I think the elevator is harder than the last level. Um, the problem is last level, you need to have, you know, a decent amount of lives when you get to the final boss because it's kind of weird. But, um, but I've been playing that, you know, uh, on PC here and there. Um, it's one of those games that I, you know, if my wife is watching TV or doing something, I'll just come back to the PC and play it here. And, you know, it's on my PS4. I think it's funny because I keep going back and forth and like there's different save over there. I've unlocked all the characters on PC, but it's just convenient. I, you know, I'm spending a lot of time in this room. So wife watches TV, I can just come in and, and play something over here. So, so being doing that, um, and battlefront. Like I've been, cause you know I can only play Bloodborne for like two hours at a time. After that, I'm just drained. So so just get back, uh, kept going back to Battlefront. Still very active. Still a lot of people. 
so yeah we'll see i may or may not play tomorrow but um but uh we'll see it's uh it's going it's going i'm almost done with punisher season two so i'm like two episodes left or something Wow. So I'm almost there. Almost there. Almost there. <laughs> almost there. Only took me two years. I'm good. <laughs> you know what, though? This is the time to do it. This is yeah. literally the time to binge everything and anything. And let me tell you, I've a lot of those shows that you're talking about, like, obviously, I've already seen that. The new stuff that's coming out, it's been rough. Um, yeah. So thankfully, <clears throat> we got Mandalorian coming next week. Yeah. Yeah. So looking forward to that. Um, yeah. When I finish um, Punisher, I'm going to try and finish the boys season two go back to you know and when watch mando whenever the new episode comes out and and then after that i think i'm just gonna catch up and watch like season two of iron fist because i'm still haven't watched it might as well and and you know luke cage and jessica jones like the second season of jessica jones never watched it so uh so i'm probably just gonna go back and and watch that i do want to see that new borat though um came out today you came out today so yeah you said you got the it's prime uh, tri- uh thing or are you actually getting no i'm I, I i i so i i'm doing the monthly the month- okay yeah that way that way i i can you know just it, if i want to end it i mean you do save money with the yearly right yeah. but but i'm my plan is just keep it open until like after christmas and then just give it a break oh yeah so all the orders you're making yeah, oh yeah, yeah 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 because it's been like I, I'm like 80% done with all my Christmas shopping right now already. So, you know, it's, I, I'm good. I'm, I'm, I'm staying ahead. I'm staying ahead of the curve, dude. I don't, nice. I'm not, I'm not, I don't do the craziness. I don't do the Black Friday. I don't know. So, you know what? If I see a good price, because, you know, my daughter wanted Smash and, and a couple things, found them on sale on the, on Prime Days, bought it, and that's it. I don't have to worry about it. I'm just done. So man, like, are we gonna have a you know Black Friday ish episode? Because I don't know what to expect this year, man. Like, I don't think there's gonna be that kind of stuff. It's little things here and there, but I can't imagine it being. Yeah, I think that I think this Black Friday is gonna be different. Yeah, because uh, I mean, <laughs> of course, because of course, right? But I, uh, I mean, difference in the sense that. Uh, the, the retailers are taking a, a different approach on how to engage customers and you know Best Buy is doing it like Best Buy is actually competing directly with Amazon Target is doing a great job at that uh, even Walmart to some extent I, I rarely shop at Walmart I mean if, only times I go to Walmart if I need to buy like a cleaner for like a car wash cleaner or something because it's the cheapest place and you know, it's it's worth the aggravation. So, <laughs> so it's that's wordy. Yeah, yeah. So that's the only time I go to Walmart is whenever I'm looking for something specific. I don't want to spend more than X amount of money, and you know, Walmart's not far away, and just drive five minutes away and, and get it. Um, but but I think I think they're gonna come out with with different stuff. I, I mean, a lot of retailers already said that they're not opening on Thanksgiving. Walmart, GameStop, so yep. they're saying we're not yeah. gonna be open. Target, on Best Buy, they yep. they're not gonna open Thanksgiving. Um, so, so whatever they do, right? Because they're going to have to limit the amount of people in the store. They're going to make sure that people are wearing masks and, uh, they they got to put those guidelines out there. That's the first thing they need to do, right? Because ma- because the, the actual man babies, right? Because we're not talking about the Star Wars man babies. We're talking about the actual real man babies <laughs> right. that you ask them to put a mask and they throw a hiss of it worse than a seven year old. 
So, uh, so those kind of people are the people that you need to worry about, right? So, uh, stores need to put their, their rules out there. People need to understand that, yes, it is a free country, but stores are a private place of business. So, you know, uh, they do have the right to uh, deny entrance if you are not meeting their guidelines. So Same way if I came into your house, I got to operate by your rules now. I'm not, you're on. You're not coming my, to my, my house anyway. Tar- no, <laughs> I ain't coming to your house anytime soon. But yeah. but if, if I'm in your house, I'm abiding by rules. The same thing if I'm on the property of Walmart, Best Buy, Target, GameStop, whoever. I'm, yep. yeah, it's a free country, but the moment I step on their property, I've got to abide by Correct. Yeah, essentially the same thing. So um, we'll see, man. Retail is going to be interesting. Um, I know that Walmart, the, uh, the Black Friday ad is already out there. Yeah. So I haven't looked at it. I mean... Seriously, like like this year, there's only like two things that I'm looking to get, like the Wi-Fi. I used to go yeah. in, you know, grab a couple of movies or stuff like that, but yeah, this year there's not like even that, movies, man. dude. There's like there's, no, there's movies no movies to movies buy. Yeah, there's no movies to buy. Sonic the Hedgehog number one. Yeah, <laughs> that's a, the <laughs> it's a good movie. Top, uh, I loved it. It's a yeah, good yeah, movie. yeah. It's the top grossing movie in the U.S. <laughs> for the year. That and Doctor Doolittle. Who would have thought, dude? <laughs> Who would have thought that Sonic was going to be the highest grossing movie of 2020, man? And we would go an entire year without one Marvel film where we got spoiled with having so many of those things. It was expected. Yeah, at least we're getting Star Wars, man. I know. We're not going a year without Star Wars. Yeah, at least we're getting Star Wars this year in uh, Mando, so yeah, yeah, we'll see. Um, Joe, there's a Something that I didn't see coming this week is that I guess the Uncharted movie actually started filming, <laughs> and we saw it was done, dude. Um, and uh, and we we got the, our first look as Tom Holland as Nathan Drake, a younger Nathan Drake. Yeah, it's on point. Looks good. So yeah, yeah. You know, I thought that when I saw when they first said that they were going to get Tom Holland. Younger Nathan Drake, I thought they were going to go a little bit more like the Nathan Drake that we saw in Uncharted 3, where we have those little flashbacks to younger Nathan. You can learn about his family line and the ring and all the importance of all that stuff. I thought they were going to give him more of that kind of a look, um, which I think that that was a concern, I think, for some people. That was going to be like the young adventures, almost like young Indiana Jones, young, like the, not necessarily a, a positive light on that. Yeah. Uh, and I had lower expectations, but just from the image, again, it means nothing. The movie could be hot trash, could be fantastic, but I don't know. But from the image, I was like, okay, they actually are making him literally be Nathan Drake, like as we know him, just with a younger actor, yeah. which is, you know, if it's great, then the guy could be around doing this crazy stuff for a long time. I am curious to see how uh, Wahlberg looks as Sullivan. Um, that's going to be very fascinating seeing if he, they give him the mustache um, and maybe a little have to, touch man. of gray. I don't know, man. Touch of gray. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> there's a younger again version. I don't know what they're, they're going to be going with. And we did see younger, younger Sullivan also in the Uncharted movies. But yep. again, since so they're kind of trying to give you a traditional look at the, recognize the character, you see them, okay, that's definitely Nathan Drake. 
but uh, take a younger approach on it. Cool thing, uh, I mean, this is just pure marketing, but cool to see Nolan North also be on the set too. He was, yeah. Um, talking he to was our consultant, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Like, that it, yeah, like definitely. The, the guy knows his stuff. He's been doing this for a while, so yeah. seeing him there was cool. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, I guess we'll see. This is what, late 2021 for now? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> based, based on, uh, on, on the info that's out there, so... Well, we shall see. Uh, not much there to say. There's really not much of uh, more information. The picture looks good. Uh, it, it, you do get the Uncharted vibe from it. So, yeah, looks good. Yeah, so we'll see. Um, so the Snyder Cut, something that I am very much looking forward to next year. And uh, we got some pretty big news this year that... Uh, not only Ray Fisher and Amber Heard are coming back to uh, to shoot new scenes, but everyone's favorite Joker, Jared Leto, is uh, is uh, is coming back. Uh, funny story, Joel. The uh, the day before this got announced, um, I uh, I, I had I can't remember if I had my Spotify on like shuffle or something, right? Uh, I think I have finished listening to, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So I have finished listening to that. Uh, I mentioned it last week that Linkin Park 20th anniversary, uh, hybrid theory, uh, set. And, um, and then after that, I just got a bunch of like random, like post grunge early two thousands, uh, stuff. Uh, and then I got, and then I got the song to kill from, uh, from 30 seconds to Mars. I was like, Oh, I forgot this song's pretty good. It's like, yeah, it's the Joker that sings this song, and I was like, yeah, like on oh, my car driving. I was like, oh yeah, that's funny, it's the Joker. And then, then, and then I can't remember. I think wow. it was like the next day, or like, wow. or like that same afternoon that the news got out. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. That's crazy. Look man. at that. Um, but yeah, this is interesting because we we all know that. Uh, the same sort of thing that happened to Justice League happened to Suicide Squad, where the studio basically shopped the movie, and and what we got was a a, a chopped up version of of the movie, and then that there's a you know there's like twenty minutes of Joker that is not in the movie, something like that. It was like a crazy amount of time, so I'm wondering how they're gonna be linking this to Justice League. It's gonna be interesting, so yeah, we'll see. Um, from where I can, from all this news, like it keeps been getting better and better. So, yeah. I will say again, I really do believe that Snyder is compiling all the movies that he wanted to make into this thing, and there's a chance that this, although for many of us we could read into it as like, oh, this is just another cool tidbit for this movie. I still. Like now, I'm starting to have that. I wouldn't say hope because I don't necessarily. I'm not going to be led either way, but I do have these uh, feelings, these positive feelings of maybe there is a chance that the Snyders are actually indeed setting up their own world again. There's going to be some type of soft reboot and allow them to continue being a part of uh, the Justice League family, the these these characters, these DC comic characters beyond this one project. Uh, today, not not uh, we heard about the Joker stuff, which was really huge because again, like uh, huge for the sense of Jared Leto being the Joker after Joaquin Phoenix's incredible performance, 
uh, huge for the sense that there was rumors initially that Jared Leto was going to be in the Justice League movie. And then I remember him saying, no, I'm not in the movie and there's nothing. So maybe that was all part of the plan all along. Huge for the rumors of the Injustice Gods Among Us storyline that was being set up for a future uh, Justice League movie. Huge for many reasons that we could speculate. But then also we got word today that Joe Manganiello also has been called yep. to come to set to return his Deathstroke. And now let me tell you, I was one of the things I was very, very, very excited for. I remember Zach Snyder yep. tweeting out that little a short clip of Deathstroke stepping off uh, what looked like some kind of plane or copter at the time. And then obviously the only time thing we saw of Deathstroke in the Whedon uh, Just League film was just that end credit scene. We know Eisenberg was clearly in the movie. If they announce Eisenberg's back in this thing next, which would not shock me, mm -mm. is there a chance that there is more Legion of Doom to come in this extended thing? And I will not be mad if Snyder said initially at – I don't think anyone would be mad with this. But if Snyder says initially it was going to be four hours or whatever of this thing that was going to be on HBO Max, if it suddenly becomes, guess what, guys? We've got a whole lot here. We need to make this six hours. And then to even go further on that – to know that this thing's going to be edited there's clearly going to be deleted scenes, dude. <laughs> like, yeah. we need to get a Blu-ray of this thing after when it's done with those deleted scenes. It cannot just be on HBO Max. We need the whole package oh, yeah. for this. Yep. Um, and that also, on top of the news that, that Affleck is coming back as Batman for HBO Max. Right. So maybe this is what they're trying to set up, right? That uh, bringing the Joker back so they can set up the uh, the Batfleck series that they're, I guess, working on. So, it's a great way to keep making money. You you know, people who like the Robert Pattinson as Batman get their Batman. People who like the Affleck stuff get that. Everyone gets what they want, right? You, you want to talk about that a little, like real quick about because yeah, because he's back on set, right? Yeah, there's pictures that he was back on set looking fat. Um, <laughs> uh, and now like there's rumors that he's hard to work with which is the first that I've heard of right same um I, I don't know like I, I don't know what to believe on this one because I, I don't think I, I don't think the director is the problem necessarily I think the director has a very clear vision of what he wants to do we saw that on the trailer uh, and I think that most of the fans I think I would say 99% of the fans are actually behind that vision um and based on what we've seen from the new Warner, um, I think he's going to have the creative liberty to create whatever he wants. That being said, what's going on with between him and, and Pattinson? I don't know. I mean, it's it's weird. Uh, but like, there's there's rumors that there's uh, contentious behavior between them. So. I mean, at this point, I'm just happy that at least I, I got to see that trailer with the Fandome event because if we had not seen anything like that, I'd be concerned for this project. Otherwise, hearing things like this, mm -hmm. but knowing that what we've already seen just was one of the best trailers of the entire year, I could care less that there's going to be problems because clearly the end product, that, like they're they're really bringing something good. I mean, just a few clips we saw, Pat's and as Batman didn't seem like he was phoning it in <laughs> at all so no. uh, I, I, I sense that we're still going to get a good good thing I mean 
there's been many stories of Christian Bale being a problem to work oh, with, Tom yeah. Hardy being a problem to work with. Like, there's there's actors the, that the... are really big list, like A list people <laughs> that people have problems with, and like you still get, you I mean, know, a good result. So. Yeah, you got you got the Christian Bale on uh, during Dark Knight Rises when he freaked out. Yeah, and there's the that audio that got <laughs> that got out, and it's like losing his freaky mind yeah. over this guy that stepped on scene or something or it was like a yeah. grip or, or one of the yeah oh yeah man yeah <laughs> you're I mean, right there was early reports right. about downey jr having issues on the first iron man 2008 at the time i don't know how the, the valid issues with terrence howard howard and stuff yeah. like i mean there's there's all kinds of stuff yeah. like Again, like the end result is a great movie. Like Bill <laughs> you know, Murray, with, Bill Murray, and every movie he's ever been in. We know a little bit about sports, just a little bit, and you know, championships <laughs> solve everything, right? So it's kind of the same thing here, right? Yeah, a good movie yeah. solves everything. You forget about the problems if you you yeah. win. Yeah, that's true. I want I want Batman to win. <laughs> I need Kylo Ren to lose. So <laughs> there's that. I'm excited for. Uh, for this thing whenever it comes out I guess next summer is that what they said spring yeah so uh, it's another service oh, no, that's been moved the entire year excuse me that's that, that, the 2022 now no no I mean the uh, uh, Justice the Justice League oh yeah that's next year yeah, yeah, yeah it's supposed yeah. to be March yeah no this uh, Batman got delayed yeah yeah we talked about it last week yeah um Joe so based on what George Lucas is saying it was his plan all along to actually kill off Luke on episode 8. I don't buy it. I, I think he's uh, I think he's trying to appease the fanboys, right? Um, but, yeah, nah, not a lot of, uh, you know, not a lot to say there. I mean, what's done's done. It's that the trilogy's done. I don't... Can I ask you why do you think he's trying to appease the fanboys when you say that? Can you expound on that a little bit more? Uh, they're they're going to do something with Ray. The and, and they're gonna do something with Ray, and the only way that they can bring Ray back is by appeasing the fanboys. But why would Lucas care? Is my question. Because Lucas is involved. Because we all know that he's been during uh he's been on set for Mando season two. Yeah, he, like we've known that. Um, okay. We've known that he's gotten to give a lot of input on Mando season two. So, so I think I think either that or you know, uh, it 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 has to be Ray. Like it has to be something to do with the trilogy. He's downplaying, you know what, what fanboys didn't like, which was Luke basically dying on 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 the Last Jedi. Spoiler alert, and 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 making because that that was the biggest thing, right? That a lot of people. I mean, other than you know the the walrus milk and all this stuff that that you have in the movie. Uh, we've talked about the movie. I think it's 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 a good movie. In I mean, it's yeah, it's good. I like it. It's 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 different, and it's bold, and it's it's something different, right? That being said, you know 
yeah, points of contention. Fanboys didn't like it. Uh, some other hardcore Star Wars fans liked it. It's it, it is what it is at this point, right? What's done's done. But like Morpheus said in, in uh, Second Matrix, what happened happened, and it could not have happened any other way. So it's done, right? So going back to George Lucas, I think I think what it is is that uh, he wants to be involved with whatever comes, uh, whatever race next adventure is, and and he's trying to like soothe the the man babies. So just, I think you're you're you definitely have a point. I think it definitely makes sense to me. Here's why I think that he did have a plan to kill off the character. I do believe, and I, and it, I like, I I don't want to say it's been confirmed, but I'm pretty sure in earlier drafts of what he wanted for Episode Seven uh, was to have again Luke be this like master training another Jedi setup. Like that always was a part of the plan, right? Mm-hmm. Every time that that's happened in Star Wars, the master always dies. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't think like, I don't, I'm not saying it can be done differently. I think it would have been done very differently. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But I do think like that the, that he was going to kill off Luke because there's no way you have Luke for a whole entire trilogy of movies like and have him be a side character like the moment that luke skywalker's in the movie as a jedi master because he carries so much history like obi-wan kenobi when he came when we had obi-wan in in uh you know a new hope like we didn't know obi-wan like that right like we we just we had like this legend he was this 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 legendary character still super cool but we didn't know him like that then you get the prequels and you watch these new things you're like oh man this dude was totally a bad boy like it was awesome right but like I feel like with Luke Skywalker, you it's not the same. People get excited because it's Luke Skywalker. You can't have him just exist. Like he either has to be there or he has to be on. So from a story standpoint, I think some people took it a little bit too hard. Yeah, I think there's a point to why they maybe didn't like the portrayal. But I could totally see why any storyteller would be like, you gotta, you gotta act, kill off that character yeah. if you're gonna not have him be the main character. Yeah. Um. The thing is that, and it's a. It's something that that a lot of fanboys don't understand is that at some points you gotta pass the torch. You know, this movies happened forty three years ago. At some point, right, if you want to keep the franchise alive, either you keep looking back before the times where these heroes were around, or you pass the torch. Like there's no there's no going around it. Um I mean things could have definitely been different. Um, especially on the Rise of Skywalker, like there's, you know, that ending. We've seen the edit that's out there. Just by editing that final confrontation a little bit, it was way, way, way better. And Tom that's, Tom I think, Tom, what yeah. we all expected, and and we didn't, fortunately, for whatever reason, Kathleen Kennedy, we didn't get it. So. Yeah, it is what it is, right? And we have to, and we have to hashtag deal with it because <laughs> there's no going around it. Good point. So you know, yeah, it could have been better, but you know, at least we got something. It's better than nothing. No, I'm not saying that, right? I'm not trying to say it's better than nothing, uh, because 
I would be I would be pranking myself. I would be a hypocrite because I have the last Jedi hat and I have a Skywalker poster right behind me. Right? Uh, Will it age like the prequels that people will like hate? Oh yeah, it, like bro, the same way? it already aged. Like there's okay. <laughs> so us working from home, right? You're gonna mm-hmm. be working on your stuff, and you're gonna have YouTube on your other screen, right. just playing sound. I went through probably a dozen, Joel, a dozen people, a dozen different users on YouTube going for, like, watching Star Wars for the first time, like the entirety wow. of Star Wars, and they were all like, when it got to the end, it's like. I really liked it. I don't know why people hate this movie. Wow. Like, people are the, are silly. Are you kidding me? It was great. That was, like, 90% of them. Wow. Like, I think I only saw one that was like, well, that last movie was super weird. And you can tell that there's, like, like stuff happening behind the scenes because there's some, like, continuity stuff. Like, like you know, really good break- breakdown. It's like, you can... Uh, you can t- you can tell that there were problems. That being said, I still really enjoyed it. Like, right? Bro, yeah, right. Yeah, dude. And I'm telling you, I watched like uh, like a dozen people, both male and female, watch Star Wars, the entirety of Star Wars, and like the movie, like the like the movie that they they probably like the least is probably Phantom Menace. Um, that's not that's surprising. It, it's we, it's yeah, it's not surprising, and that yeah. seems to be like consensus, right? It's like, oh yeah, like this was. I know it's setting up something, but I kind of like it was really slow. The and best the, thing and of that movie is and, Darth Maul, bro. Yeah, and like that's yeah. that's it. Yeah, so we got a lot of that, right? But then when we got to episode two, it was like, oh, that was great, and Yoda was great, and then episode three it was like, this is one of the best movies I've ever watched. Yeah. It's like, dude. It's like, and if people hated on it back then. So when they got to Force Awakens, everyone's like mind freaking blown and crying when Han Solo dies and all this stuff. And then they're like, I really loved it. And oh my God. And then like crying when Leia dies on, uh, dude. Like it's already aged well. Right. <laughs> and, and the movie's right. been out for, uh, you know, movie's been out for 10 months. <laughs> so. Like we're we're good we're good, like it's already there. Um, I, I agree. Yeah, I, I was I was one like I I still freaking cry like a baby when Chewie starts crying. Oh. Come on, man, are you serious? Man, yeah, man, I like it. It's it's fun. I've watched it a couple of times after it came out in the movie theater, and I'm I still enjoyed it, just fine. So it's fine. It's fine, my my baby. No, I agree. You I can move. Agree. You can move. You can move along. It's you can move along. <laughs> move along. Move along. I like that. <laughs> we if gotta you... change topics here. No, I got to respond. So no, it's fine. We <laughs> we can move. Um, Joe, Xbox Series X uh, confirmed that Halo Master Chief Collection. Uh, we'll be running out for t- uh four K one twenty, so um, pretty impressive. Really cool news, I think it's awesome, but it I feel I do feel bad like that this is like this is the positive PR that they gotta put out right now. Old games, 
old games running at 120 frames. Like I do feel like it's it's a great like as a fan of the of the stuff. Like I would be super happy, um, and and I think it's fair. Yeah. But it's from a PR standpoint, it's like wow, this is like I think we're gonna look back on this this stuff and be like, man, like okay, it, maybe it gets it gets better with time, but you know, it starts. It's they're they're walking, they're not running. Yeah, yeah. And they don't they don't have anything coming out. Like yeah. that was their game. They don't have it, so you know they they gotta put out there what they they gotta do what they gotta do. Right. Um, you know what PlayStation has what like three games that are actually like next gen, right? So so remember you mentioned just since you just said that really quickly. Remember how you just mentioned like Bloodborne you were playing because yeah. it's one of those games that you were like it's not usually my cup of tea, but I understand that it's like a really you know important to the era, right? Like I'm I'm not saying it's the same, but I slightly feel somewhat of that with like Demon Souls coming out. Like it visually looks very pretty. It's not my cup of tea, but like when I see the stuff for that for PS5, it makes me enticed to play. I don't think I will. Yeah. But at the same time, it's it's like I feel similarly. It's like like I understand there's a appeal for certain people, not necessarily for me. But um, man, it it looks like one of those experiences that's gonna be special on PS5 at launch. Yeah. I think with with those games and you know going back to Demon Souls especially. I mean, that's like the best game that no one played. Wow! Uh, back on PS3, because that gameplay came out. Uh, you know, it wasn't even published by Sony here. It was pu published by Atlas, and you know, it was published by Sony in Japan, but not here, uh, because Sony didn't want to run the risk. And Chuhei got a contact at Atlas US, and he was able to actually put the game out here. So. It's it, it's crazy and and the game is is very well regarded. Um, it's again right just like Bloodborne back, back on PS3 it runs like poop, but it's it's what it did. It's a it's a it's a game that basically it it, it was it was what was Street Fighter Two was to fighting games. Demon Souls was to the the Souls like uh, game. And you know it's an important game. And, yeah. You know if you if you get the opportunity to play it, yeah, go ahead and play it. Uh, you know I know people that really really enjoyed it. Um, yeah, it might not be everyone's cup of tea because it's hard. It, it's hard to get a grip on and it's punishing and and all these things, right? Um, that may not be something that a lot of people are looking to play necessarily in this. Uh, especially in 2020, right? You wanna. That's why games like uh, Fall Guys and Among Us <laughs> and all this stuff is, you know, know, really catching on because it's. We, the 2020 has been so rough for so many people that, uh, they just don't want to play anything punishing and 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 hardcore. They just wanna have a good time, yeah. and and I totally respect that and I totally understand that. So. Uh, but but you know at the same time we need to look at the importance that that Demon Souls had when it comes to like defining a genre. Right. So that's that's why I'm saying it. Like I look at it and I'm like I understand what's how special this is. Not using my cup of tea, but it's one of those games. Like if I get a chance, I I might. might Even do it. God of War, like the control oh, scheme, yeah. like the control scheme on on Dark Souls, it, it's like basically God of War. Wow. Like, so it's like I played it and it's like 
Oh crap! I, f- I forgot. It's like face buttons don't do anything. You gotta play with your with your you know shoulder buttons and your triggers, and that's how uh, God of War was basically like the control scheme. So even God of War got something out of that. Uh, the, the and I mean the the new God of War, not the the old ones. So, uh, yeah. But uh, going back to Xbox, we uh, went 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 uh, a little a little over the edge there. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, again, and we were talking about this before we went uh, on air. Uh, that we we were talking about uh, you know people switching to PlayStation now and during this coming gen instead of uh, moving from 360 to PS4 they're moving from Xbox One to PS5 because they got burned with Xbox um, but, and I really find that interesting because uh, again I, I think the, the, the Xbox Series X is a much more compelling product than the Xbox One ever was and I think what Microsoft is doing right now with the platform and with Game Pass and with all this other stuff that they have, it's compelling. You know, they have a good product, well-built device, um, powerful. Right. So it 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 really it it really is what what the Xbox One should have been. Wow. Uh, to some extent, um, you know, I'm not saying that the Xbox One should have had 12 teraflops because that would be. <laughs> impossible or, or improbable uh, not, not impossible or improbable I mean sure Xbox, this is Xbox One it goes on retail for 2599 that that would have been the case <laughs> it back never then never sold right? so yeah um, I, I think I think I think Xbox they do have a, a very compelling uh, product coming out and uh you know, a lot of Xbox fans should be excited because it's it, it. I think I think they're doing the right things. Uh, that being said, they're gonna have a rough year or two if they don't if they don't pick up exclusive content. Yeah, uh, because people are gonna are gonna start migrating or or getting a second console. Um, in my case, only reason I'm not invested into getting an Xbox One is that. No, I'm planning on getting a PS5. I already have a Switch, and I have a decent gaming PC. So, I I really feel that I have no need to to invest. But you know what? If if you don't like to finagle around with settings and don't like PC, I still get games crash and all that crap, and it sucks, right? And and I, dude, and I'm being honest with you. Um, if I if I download a game from from Game Pass, which has happened already, um, and the game crashes on me, I'm not gonna play it anymore wow. because I'm not gonna dig into any files and all this bull crap. You got time for that? No, I was like, it, you crash, I'm moving on. I'm not. I don't, I don't have time for this. So so that's how I'm treating it. By the way, Joe. <laughs> all right, I gotta, I gotta talk about a game, an Xbox exclusive game. Exclusive. Exclusive. That's on Game Pass. Um, I need to look up the actual title of the game. Hold on. I have it downloaded. As you're, as you're saying that, dude, <laughs> like, that's your point about not wanting to get it. Like, at this point, I don't need it either. I'm in the same boat. But the Series S, just knocking off a couple hundred dollars and yeah. 
having that, you know, technically 4K capable. I know it's 1440p, 1440p is what they're targeting, but yep. technically a 4K machine, like, it's a Game Pass machine, man. It's not bad. It's Disneyland Adventures. Oh. Oh, bit. So, so I, I saw that they added this game on Game Pass, right? And my daughter was here. It was like, oh, Disney. And, um, and I was like, okay, I'll download it. And we'll check it out. So I remembered, because I remember this game being shown at an E3. And I remember that this game was an Xbox One exclusive. And it was a 100% Kinect game. Wow. So, so they retrofitted controller support into a Kinect game so you can play it with a controller. It's janky AF, bro. <laughs> it's like the jank on this game is incredible. It is... Even my daughter is like, why is she, why is she jumping like that? Why is she moving like that? It's Kids like, are the best. It's like even she can catch up on on like this doesn't look like like a natural like 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 how a the game most honest person will tell you like it's do, not it's yeah not right. like like she's already she's she already has a grasp of of like good game design right and she's like this doesn't like move right this doesn't like feel right and it's like why do you have to do this with the with the buttons it because it's so it's confusing and because you have to do like like drag stuff around and it's like this is all connect crap that you can't that it's really hard to do with a controller right um anywho the game is basically a recreation of the disneyland park uh, and you go to the ride and, and each ride is basically like a sort of mini game and they have a couple of mini games per ride actually a pretty good kids game you know just being having a good, having a good time but it is janky dude it's like I'm here laughing it's like man look at this connect jank and and she's like why doesn't why, why can't you high five a princess it's like well Princesses don't really high five, you know. They shake your hand. Oh, but I can high five Mickey, right? It's like, yeah, you can high five Mickey. Okay. Wow. So like, she picks up on on all this like game design stuff that is like, you know, confusing because it's it's because it just just wasn't designed to be played with a controller, and it's 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 incredible just to, you know, see a kid trying to finagle around with this game. It's it's nuts, man. It's really it was really good really good experience doing that so like she's already got a good grasp of what good games are like she played through the entirety of of Mario Odyssey by herself so like, like she knows what's up with good games <laughs> and uh, Yoshi's Crafted World oh she hasn't finished that one yet I think she gave up on a on a boss or something what do you think of that game it's good it's good it's a, it's more for kids. It's it's really it's not really hard at all. It's easy to play. Yeah, I haven't I have I've I've done a few levels and it's it's like it's very it's good. Okay. Uh, it looks really pretty though, like for for a Switch game, like in my opinion it looks better than like uh the Sackboy games, uh okay. Little Big Planet because it sort of has the the same sort of aesthetic. Uh but it it does look much better like like Nintendo really put effort on nice. making this game look really nice, uh, so it's it's really it's really pretty, not really that hard. It's like it's a very mellow game, like you can play okay. it just to just to mellow out. Yeah, yeah. 
It, it looked yeah, good when it came su- out. Super cute. Curious. It's super cute. Man. Nice. I was like, oh man, this is adorable. Yeah. See, but games like that that you're saying in 2020. Exactly. That's like, gonna sell. Like those like, are the sort stuff. It's great. Yeah. Yeah, like that sort of games. Like, uh, you know, Paper Mario was a good big right. game this year. Freaking uh, uh, Animal Forest. What's the name? Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing. Yeah, yeah. Animal Forest is the Japanese the Japanese version. It's called Animal <laughs> Forest. Uh, so, yeah, man. Like these games, like people are looking for this sort of experience where you can just you know mellow out and you know things suck and people are screaming on TV and and. All this, all this stuff that's happening, right? Um, we all just we're, we're tired. <laughs> we're tired. Like I really, like I really enjoy going around a gothic city with like rotten horse corpses in corners and zombie infected people and mutants and giant rats and all this stuff, but. You know, at the same time, it's like, I I just, I, I want to play something fun. You know right. what? Something with the pretty rainbows and the fun. Uh, well, not necessarily. It's, it's an escape. Not necessarily, right? Because I, if I pick up a PS5, I'm getting DMC5 Special Edition, like day one. Because that is a fun-ass game, dude. It's like, it's a game that you can just play, have fun. It's like, no stress. It's, you know, it's got a funky story, Good game, good level design, great music, yeah. Like that game is perfect for this year. You can you can actually like get your anger out because you can get beat up stuff, right? Listen to great music, uh, do a funky story, really good graphics. Yeah, man, that's that's like the perfect name for game for this year. I thought that RE three remake, you know, the RE three remake was gonna be that game. It's not. It's gotta go back. A year and, and get the MC5 again. So, um, but yeah, for real, if I get a PS5, I'm gonna get that. So, yeah. Um, so speaking of PS5, there's PS5s out there already in the wild. Press have it, IGN have it, GameStop, ha- GameSpot have it. Uh, what do you think? We do not have it. <laughs> I was waiting for you to say that. We are not. We are angry not the Joe. Do you see Angry Joe? It's like an empty corner. Hey, guys, I'm really enjoying my PS5. <laughs> I've seen a few people doing some stuff. I saw um, the Brian Altano, I think it was. Like, he put a thing out, whatever, with like yeah. tape over his PS4 and like, you know, mm-hmm. horns on it. It's like, it's a PS5. It's like, yeah, like winglets well, on it. You. Um, yeah. uh, this dude from the Game Awards. Um, Jeff Keighley. Jeff Keighley. Yeah. Cool video he put out. That was, that was pretty cool. It, it, whenever I think of that guy, I think of another Jeff, and which we've had that conversation. And I also think of um, what that video that he had from what was that in late July, whatever before the event that where they revealed the price and and that they had the literally that same night the whole pre-order madness that happened that he had like days before he had that special event thing on his youtube channel the game awards where he was i forget which guy from playstation he's talking to he had a ps5 brought to his home he was able to play uh the astros playroom and then he got to interview this guy from sony and that's where you get the end of the video where he's like hey so there's not gonna be any pre-order crazy like People don't need to go lining up. And he was like, that's preposterous. 
you won't have any more than a day's notice. I'm like, <laughs> that was the times. But uh, yeah, yeah, man. Uh, it's cool that, that a lot of these people that, that have those relations with Sony are getting it now, three weeks away uh, yeah. now. So I had, I was actually going to actually put that as a topic before even any of this came out came to be because there was you know a lot of people saying why is it that playstation hasn't had any kind of uh you know press kind of even if it was in person where they brought media in social distance tents or whatever to play ps5 or something right like why didn't they they do something like that because xbox i mean microsoft they instantly started shipping out xboxes to all these people so it was like what is playstation gonna do and we all knew they were going to do something it just was not sure what I, I don't think they necessarily knew what they were going to do just yet this seems like one of those decisions that's like you know what three weeks away let's send it out to these guys let, let them sign an nda they can't talk about stuff or whatever uh, unless we tell them hey week week two you can now show this week three you can now show that and then after the launch you can show whatever you want yeah like, there's probably something like that on because there. they they can't post like unboxings and all this stuff right yet. yeah right like they can film it just can't come they, out exactly they can film it but they cannot they're gonna do it and i know, I know ign does that beforehand right where they can they've just filmed the uh their unboxings that's and then, normal for a launch yeah um yeah i think the one the funny news that obed i'm sure you saw this before here is the partnership with the uh, astro man himself travis scott <laughs> Is now the creative, strategic creative partner of uh, PlayStation. That interesting video that they just put out there. I haven't watched the video, but uh, pretty smart marketing tactic because I know he early on had posted himself with the Dual Shock. I uh, sorry, Dual Shock, Dual Sense. Yeah. Uh, on, on his lap, um, talking about he could game all night or something like that. Um, so that's cool that they've probably been working on this thing for a while now with him. Smart move. I mean. Uh, was it uh, McDonald's had their thing with him? It was a huge success. A lot of people went to McDonald's because of Travis Scott for whatever reason, and uh, and a Fortnite event that was also with with Travis Scott was a huge success. So it's cool to see that they're. My point being is that they're leveraging the, their their marketing to really appeal to various audiences. Um, very smart move. Not just assuming or sitting tight like people are pre-ordering or stuff. People are gonna get it anyways. Like they're really trying to push this thing. They're they're going for the win, and, and I and I appreciate that that pull. Um, I'm curious to see now that people have it in their hands what their reactions are going to be later on. I can't yeah. imagine it being that bad, but still be curious. Well, I'm sure we'll get more next week, week after that. Yeah, but it's almost here, man. Soon enough, I'll be having my own unboxing. Yeah. we'll see. Yep, uh, Joe, we're gonna we're gonna do a, a plug here. Um, I sent you a link. To PlateStation5.com. Um, it's something that I wanted to talk about yeah. tonight. So, so basically, PlateStation5.com is a, is a website, and they're doing pre-orders on custom plates for the PS5. As we all know, those the white plates uh, are detachable, so they are selling their own versions of it. Uh, they had a few colors. Had like a matte black, an indigo, a sherry red, camouflage. It was a chrome one chrome. too, right? Yeah, I think those were those were the colors they had right now. Uh, but what forty dollars? What do you think? Great, great, great move by these guys. I don't know. They've got this stuff uh, patented or whatever. I don't know how that works, but I'm sure they're gonna have a lot of pre-sales, a lot of success. They're probably having. Already. I've seen a few people passing that link around on Twitter some big people putting it out there like hey check this out this is pretty cool um i'm not 
a move to make a pre-order on something like this just yet. I'm fine with having it white at the moment, but but that doesn't mean it won't change. Like I think it's I think having something white like that, I don't know how something like that's gonna sit over time. Like the PS5 being white, like is it gonna start to you know change colors slightly just because of wear and tear? I don't know what it's like. None, no one say, will know. You yeah. know, they could say it's good, but like we'll see how that really holds up five years from now. It's not yeah. like they've been having this do, design sitting around. That do long. you want to see my Super Nintendo? Yeah, show me. Show. Okay. I promise it's not. I'm not gonna get up. It's not gonna be like that reporter. And you know, I'll be. I thought fine. you were talking about the wheel, the wheelchair guy. Or the... No, no, the reporter from this. <laughs> oh no, week. no, I know, no, no. Like I don't know how it's gonna hold up over time, guys. Like, listen, it's like I, I don't know if it's gonna start to turn a little bit yellow and be a little black, a little gray. So it might be worth getting that plate replaced just purely for that reason. Over time, it might be worth getting it uh, changed. You got it for us. All right, it's like wow, two tone, see? yeah. Wow. So I mean, there's a way to fix it, right? Uh, I just haven't had the time to actually take it apart, but um, but the it, it, this was an issue back then with uh, with the plastics that uh, that '90s plastics basically, uh, and this is UV like uh, UV light makes it take this color. So, um, yeah, as we know, Super Nintendo is gray. This is the right color right here. Like, it should be that color. Uh, wow. But you can see it's, it's, it's piss yellow now. Over um, time. Yeah, I know. That's I have... my concern with, P with PS5. I'm not saying it's going to be like that bad. Yeah. But there could be some maybe a little maybe a little black that comes on. It could be stainable. Like, there's different yeah. concerns with that white for long periods. So it might be worth getting it within, the, you know, maybe a couple years. Yeah, I would. I, would, I mean, there's. I, I know that there's problems with the dreamcast too my dreamcast is is still white uh, but my cousin's dreamcast uh, i remember he, him telling me that that it yellowed out so it just depends on uh you know humidity and, and uv rays and all this stuff right um that being said going back to the plates i would just buy a can of krylon and paint mine black because because you can right Buy a kind of primer, buy a kind of cry Krylon, and just paint it matte black. And, you know, that's what, seven, eight bucks on two cans of paint? You know, a kind of primer, kind of paint. And you can probably do both plates. So, yeah, I can I can see. You know what? I, I never thought about the yellowing, Joel, now that, that, you, that you brought it up. Yeah, I mean, that's, I think that's my, my pure reason why I would end up getting Like, I'm not moved to get it today at launch. Like, I'm not like, oh, my goodness, thank God I can get rid of this white color. Like, I know some people, that was a concern. Like, everything black on my in my shelf, and I want to have this matching it in black. Or yeah. they want to get creative. Like, oh, how cool would it be if it was red or whatever, right? Like, my response wasn't, like, I don't care if I have a white console stick and I've got everything else in black or whatever. Um, but I'm more concerned about over time, like, that white could change colors nobody knows like it's easy to say oh that's not gonna happen that's a problem of the past nobody knows we'll, we'll know that answer yeah, know. five years from now but just just there's no way to predict the future like that yeah totally right um joe that is uh it's pretty much what we got um just as a reminder november 5th that's gonna be our games of the generation but mostly playstation show uh so don't miss it 
Uh, I will I will be getting a pile of games, and we're going to be talking about some games here, and Joel's going to pick some games, and we're going to go at it. Uh, but unless you have something else, Joel... Oh, Ghost of Tsushima, you want to talk about that real quick? Yeah, I mean, that that that's your puppy, man, but I look forward to... That's another game that I have not played yet, and I look forward to buying, if I can, just the digital version on PS5, I think, is yeah. what I'm probably going to end up doing. Because now that there's a sequel, it sounds like it's also in development for a job posting. Correct. So there's a job posting that's alluding to a sequel to Ghost Shima. This is great, great news. Uh, I mean, the 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 game ends pretty uh, closes up pretty good, right? Uh, but but at the same time, it, it leaves itself open to a pot, you know, potential sequels. So. Uh, yeah, not much to say. It's still a rumor, but, you know, uh, yeah. It's pretty good. Other than that, man. That's what we got. Let's close it up. That's right. Uh, guys, gals, folks, be hang out with us next week. We are uh, literally a week away from The Mandalorian coming out. Look forward to talking about some Star Wars. Thanks for hanging with us. Make sure you stay subscribed. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Subscribe to our podcast. We're on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Spotify, Amazon. Check us out. Share it with others. Make sure that you also follow us on our social media at No Low Time. That's at No Low Time on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Twitch. Also, you always can feel free to send in any emails, questions, comments, feedback. We welcome it. Send an email to noloadtime at gmail.com. That's noloadtime at gmail.com. Again, thank you for hanging with us, and we'll see you all in our next episode. Thank you, guys. We will see you again next time.